Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jesus. Happy birthday to you. And if I don't move too fast and blow the candles out myself, I need a couple of little kids up here with big lungs to help me blow them out. Anybody want to come up here? Ready? We're going to do it on three. One, two, three. Whew. Nice job, guys. He almost licked it. Did you see that? It's so tempting right there in front of me. Merry Christmas, everybody. I think it's amazing that we get to run the air conditioner on December 24th. Isn't that great? Welcome to Countryside Christian Church. My name is Jim Freck. I'm the relatively new preacher here. And this is my first Christmas Eve service ever. Um, and I'm glad to do it with you folks today. Have you ever, um, ever had a birthday party for someone who wasn't there? Or just maybe an observance. You're just getting together with some friends. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a death anniversary. This time of year, it's, it's tough sometimes to... To do that, it's a Christmas without that loved one. It's not a bad idea to do that, actually. And you get together with some friends, you share some memories, you have a meal, you laugh a little, you cry a little, you remember some. And then, if that describes your family at Christmas, I'd encourage you not to shy away from that. Some people don't want to upset others. And it's more upsetting when things aren't said and when pictures aren't brought out and we act like they're not, that they never existed. So... I would encourage you to do that. Have you ever had a birthday party for someone who isn't there? It's one thing to observe someone's birthday when they aren't present. It's another thing entirely to forget the person you're celebrating. I listened to a podcast this last week, and the guy was talking about his wedding, specifically his wedding rehearsal. You know that time that you get together on typically a Friday night, and you work out all of the mistakes so that everything is perfect on Saturday, right? wrong but you practice it anyway and you try your best to work everything out and after the rehearsal at the church they were supposed to go down the street to the rehearsal dinner to a restaurant he is like any guy single track he can only think of one thing at a time especially when he's stressed he's lucky to remember that one thing and so the best man who's supposed to be taking care of him grabs him and says hey we got to get to the dinner let's go so the soon-to-be groom gathers himself up, gets his stuff, gets into the best man's car, and takes off down the street to the restaurant. And all of a sudden, he just lurches. And he's like, stop the car! And the best man just slams on the brakes. And before he can say anything, the groom-to-be jets out of the car and starts running down the street back to the church. And on the way, his phone rings. Hello? It's his soon-to-be wife. Where are you? Oh, I'm, uh, I'm coming. Uh, where are you? I'm running down the street. Why are you running down the street? Because I forgot you. Why did you forget me, she says. <sighs> because I'm an idiot. <laughs> he gets back to the church and they both pile into the maid of honor's car to go to the restaurant, and they start to have a bit of a discussion also called an argument. 
And after a few words are said and, and a few apologies are given, she just levels with them and she says, Dave, what if you would have gotten to the restaurant and the guest of honor wasn't there? It's a good question. I think for some of us, Christmas can be one of either of those scenarios. Either it's an observance of a birthday for someone who isn't there, maybe long ago past, or it's something that we do when we're throwing a party, but we forgot the guest of honor. The one thing I want to emphasize with my time with us here is that Jesus is here. He's here. I mean, for some of you, just getting here tonight was difficult. Overcoming fear of crowds. Wrestling little kids in and out of the car. Get dressed. I don't want to. No, you're, we're going to Christmas Eve service. Get in the car. You know, I mean, you, we've been there and done that. Maybe your blood pressure isn't quite down where it should be after all the last-minute shopping that you did today. Maybe you just need to stop shaking your leg right now and tapping your foot on the floor. Maybe you need to pay attention to your shoulders and just take a deep breath. Just enough. Maybe even close your eyes without falling asleep. It's okay if you do. Stop worrying about what you have left to do yet tonight before tomorrow comes. And realize, Christ Jesus is here. Isaiah 7, 14 says, The Lord himself will give you a sign. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. It's a writing written by a guy named John Lynch shared with me by a good friend, and I'm, I'm sharing it with you this Christmas. It's a bit lengthy. It was too good to pass up. Here goes. He was given a name to explain exactly where he is during my deepest need. He's Emmanuel. He's God with us. He's not a concept. He's not theology. He's not a theory. He's not a system. He's not a religion. He's not a memory. He's not just a past reality. He's not less real now than he was to those who could touch him. He's not the property of any denomination or location. He's not a fable created to, to make children shape up. He's not over there, up there, or away from here. He's not here because you hollered hard enough. He's not weaker or less able than he was back then, and he's not here by wishing he was real. He's here right now. Fully, completely, He is in you, around you, with you, over you, for you, surrounding you and the ones you love in complete power, communicating clearly, doing perfectly to you, for you, by you, thinking about you every moment, walking directly in the middle of your worst day, your worst moment, your worst fear, your chronic pain, your loneliness, your doubts, your insecurity. He's walking in the midst of your sickness, your tragedy, your relationships and you're longing to have your life count. He's here. He stands over you in the darkest hour. He's lifting you up when you're exhausted, when you're devastated, when you feel hopeless. 
failed or too far gone. He's with you when you drive alone in your car, when you're pushing your cart through the mind-numbing department store music. Don't you hate some of those songs? Oh. He's with you in the hurting ones you can't get to. He's with you in the loss you can't comfort, the change you can't stop, the party that you drive by, the memory of the past Christmas you can't bring back and do over again. He's here. He's drawing you to the cross this very moment to fall down in awe of the endless love He's displaying right now, bring resurrection power into this moment. He's here to protect you from the despair, from the condemning voices, the regrets, and the shame. He's here to show you the way. He's here to whisper who you are in Him, who He is in you. He's here to declare your worth because He made you and He loves you. He's here to be glorified, enjoyed, trusted, He's here doing exactly right, even when you don't believe it. He's here in the pain you thought you'd never thought he'd allow. He's here in the yelling at him you thought you'd never dare to do. He's God with me. He's God with us. He's God with them. He's God with the wicked and twisted and vile all at once. He's with the shivering homeless one. He's with the hungry mother with kids that can't get out to find food. He's unafraid to be present in a world that questions why he allowed this and why he doesn't do more and why he doesn't stop it. And he's here despite our arrogant imagining that we care more than he does. He is perfect love poured out and fused in. He is Christ in me. He is Emmanuel. He's not here the way we demand. He's just here exactly the way we need. And all it takes to experience it and the trust that He is exactly who He said He is. He is God with us. Now, in comparison, God doesn't want your church attendance as much as He wants you. Although, you know, we'd love to have you here. If you don't have a church home, I know I'd find a way to get that in there somewhere. In comparison, God doesn't want your charity to Salvation Army bucket or your donation for Toys for Tots. In comparison, God's priority isn't your time given to a ministry or cooking dinner for your family. He doesn't want as much of your traditions or your words or your good intentions. He just wants to be with you as you are in order to make you more like He is. No gifts are necessary for admission. No promises for good behavior. He came to be with us. But the thing is, if you want to be with somebody and they don't want to be with you, how much togetherness is there going to be? Not much. It doesn't matter how much God is God with us if you won't let him in your life. If you don't want to spend time with him, if you can't carve out that kind of solitude, or if you can't be mindful, if I cannot be in the moment knowing God is with me and I am with him it's not just him with me. I need to be drawing near to him. We all do. And he wants that more than anything, really. <laughs> I've heard this song in my house more often than I want to, but I just couldn't get out of my head. All he wants for Christmas is you. It's terrible. But <laughs> no Mariah Carey there, but it's true. 
all God wants for Christmas is you. And if we can put off all of the other stuff that we try to take with us to say, aren't you happy with me? Aren't you proud of me? This is for, to make up for all the lost time, God. I, I promise I'll do better next. If we can just get rid of all of that and just say, here I am. And he says, come. This is what I'm about. This is what I want. Don't celebrate Christmas without acknowledging this, without spending some quality time with the one who is the guest of honor. Two things I want to announce before I'm done. One is, there's going to be birthday cake for anybody who wants it on the way out the door in little white boxes as long as they last. And two, um, once my wife gets done singing Oh Holy Night, there'll be ladies come down the aisles with ways to light your candle. And as we sing Silent Night, those lights will go and just light your, each other's candles and it'll go down the row and we will finish. And as we are done singing Silent Night, we invite you to blow your candles out and go out, grab a piece of birthday cake and have a merry Christmas.